This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Patricia Blondheim. Hey, welcome listeners to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm Patricia Blondheim. I'm your host and we call this the Good Neighbor Podcast because local businesses are the foundation for a strong, vibrant community, and they provide jobs and important products and services, and they donate to charities, and they overall, they, they enhance the quality of life in our community. They are truly good neighbors, but they don't always get the credit that they deserve. And I'm proud to be part of the Good Neighbor Podcast family, which is spread all over the country. And today, today, we welcome Kimberly Daly. And she is the owner of R3 Pressure Cleaning here in Tuscaloosa. Kimberly, how are you today? I'm doing great, Patricia. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm so excited that you're in the studio. Tell us about your business. So R3 um, is my new baby that started a little little over a year and a half ago. Um, At the time, I had a friend that was telling me about they had a pressure washing business years ago. And I was like, oh, that sounded like good extra money because I'm a serial entrepreneur as well as an educator here in Tuscaloosa. And I was like, well, you know, what does the money look like from that? So our first house made a couple of hundred dollars. I was like, "Mm, that's good. And then it just kept growing and growing until it was like, okay, it's time to make this a real deal. So it kind of just snowballed into a business, like did a couple of driveways here and there until it kind of caught on. Word of mouth is always the best form of marketing. So people would tell people and it just kept growing from there. Well, tell our listeners about your journey. I mean, how you're a serial entrepreneur, but how did you end up here in the place that you're at right now, an educator and an entrepreneur? Okay, so all of my degrees, I have three degrees, but all of them are in business. So I always saw myself working for myself or working for another company, to be honest. Um, And then I started doing graphics. So it started off with graphics. Uh, Somebody would pass away in my family and I would do an obituary. Didn't know how to do it at first, just copied from another one, but I made it a little cuter than the one that I started with. And then somebody else would pass and I have to do another obituary. And then it kind of grew and grew and grew. So then that started in graphics. I was like, well, if you can do an obituary, then maybe you can do business cards. So it went from business cards to posters to banners. And it just kind of grew. My daughter was raising money to go to Washington, D.C. for a trip. And everybody got a silhouette cameo or cricket machine. And I started doing cups for a friend for a party. And somebody was like, well, you should sell those. So then we started selling those, end up, and she was 11 years old. She raised $2,000 for her D.C. trip. So business kind of money magnet, I call myself, it kind of just comes to me. God give me talent, and I use them to, to grow the community, the better not only my households, but those around me. Well, wow, you've had a, you've had a colorful road to where you're at right now. But let's talk about, you know, pressure washing. Okay. Um, Can you share any, you know, myths or misconceptions you hear about, you know, your industry? Yeah. So one, I'm the only female that I know in Tuscaloosa that owns a pressure washing company. Um, It's not just a male driven or male based industry. You don't have to just be a guy to do it. Um, You just have to use the proper equipment. 
and the proper solutions. Um, oftentimes you will see where people pressure wash areas, the trees and the grass around it will die because they're not using the proper chemicals. You gotta be sure that they are educated when it comes to chemical usage around like your flower beds or even your bushes. You have to pre-treat those areas to make sure that the chemicals don't do any harm to your lawn. Um, that's, that's one thing. You don't just dishwashing detergent and just spray away. And people think, oh, I have a pressure washer. I don't need to hire anybody. But the, the PSI on a pressure washer matters. It's the pressure that is used. Your chemicals that you use are always important. Your techniques, are you pre-treating the sidewalk before you actually clean it? And then do you go back and post-treat it? A lot of people think, oh, it's wintertime or it's fall and I'm not going to need pressure washing, but that's not true either. When it's springtime and we're outside, the mold and the green and all of that that's on your windows and your house is more visible then, but wouldn't it be better that if you kind of did um was proactive about it and cleaned in the fall so when the summer or spring come it's not so much to handle so maintaining your home it keeps the property value up you ever rode through a neighborhood and just see a house look all drab the siding looks bad nothing a little pressure washing couldn't help but when you let that go uncared for over time that's when damage is done to your home. You can do your roof, your gutters, your siding, your brick, driveway. All of that can really add value to not only your home, but the neighborhood as well. Yeah, great information. That's awesome. Um, but, I mean, certainly you're busy. You're an educator. You have a business. Um, you have, you know, R3 pressure washing. Um, what do you do for fun when you're not working? What is that? <laughs> I love to travel. Um, my daughter and I went to Italy for spring break. Um, I always tell people you work hard so you can play hard. So I love to travel. I do coach volleyball at Holt High School as well. And now this is my first year being cheer coach. So this year, the fall, we don't have a lot of free time between my sport activities as well as my children's sport activities. Um, free time is few and far between uh, in the fall season, but in the spring and the summer, we definitely travel a lot. Um, I love sporting events. I love music. I love concerts. So that's where I save up my money. So when the spring come and the weather's nice, I'm definitely outside more than in the winter. You're a fun girl. Well, thank you. I, I know that about you. You're a fun girl. <laughs> um, so can you, can you describe, let's just sort of switch gears and um, okay. talk about something a little more serious, you know, a hardship, a challenge, something that made you stronger, you know, and that you rose above. Um, I um, started a podcast myself in the pandemic season, the initial pandemic season on grief. I think we've talked about this maybe before. Um, grief um, is something that I feel like is not shared or discussed enough. Um, I had a friend to come to a basketball game at Hope that Friday. And he told me, are you coming to the game, Kim? I was like, I'll be there. I just got to make sure that my kids are handled. So I went to, I didn't come to the game that day, actually. I um, went home and was too tired to come back out. He left the game that night, went home, was not feeling well. And this was November prior to March when COVID came out. He had had pneumonia. He had been in the hospital for a week or two, went home, laid on the floor and passed away. Um, 
fast forward a couple of like a couple of years before rewind a couple of years before that i had a friend that had been scheduled to receive a pacemaker and he told me um he wasn't feeling well but he called me one night i didn't answer the phone and I had a volleyball tournament. I was staying at a hotel in Birmingham. I had a tournament earlier the next morning. I was like, I'll just call him back tomorrow. Tournament come the next day, tournament, volleyball all day. That night I get a call, he passed away. They said he wasn't feeling well that night before. And I felt like had I answered him, I would have told him, hey, you sounding, you're wheezing, your, your breathing doesn't sound right, go to the doctor. And I didn't. So those are two deaths that were extremely close to me that um, I grieved in silence for. I do obituary, so I immediately went into action to do their obituary and to help with their services. But I never took time to actually process the lose the loss of my friends. So, and then um, three years prior to that death, I had a friend that was murdered. His daughter was in the car. He went inside the store and a man killed him in the store as his daughter sat in the car. So within a five year span, I had three friends that died unexpectedly and never really dealt with the subject of grief. And in the African-American community, it's something that is hardly ever discussed. We don't really cry publicly or we don't deal with it or people tell you, gosh, she should be over that by now. But I have really gone into extensive study of grief and we don't just grieve the loss of people we grieve the loss of jobs friendship relationships and that i feel like it's not talked about often so i had to go into self-study it wasn't something i could learn from my relatives because i had never seen anybody grieve properly to allow time to cry or to allow time for all the five steps of grief to be angry to have questions and stuff like that so i've done great a great deal of study regarding grief because it affected me um, at a young age. I was in my early thirties when it first started and I suffered and suffered a while in silence and everybody wanted to put it on anxiety or depression, which it can be, but grief is something that I feel like happens over time and it never really ends. You can have triggers. Um, and I just really think we need to do more in the area of studying grief. So those are three major impacts that happened in my life consecutively that I've had to deal with over time. I agree with you. Grief is one of those subjects people don't talk about, I think, because it, it scares people so much. Right. This is you true. Know, it's truly a terrible state to be in. And of course, we want to distance ourselves from it because right. it's very uncomfortable. But um, the fact is, if you find anyone in grief, the one thing that you can do don't say anything except just connect and be present connect. and be, yeah, present. be present and hold that space open and make it safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so what's the one thing you wish our listeners knew about your business? Um, it's available not only for commercial businesses, but also residential you don't have to do your whole house at this time. I know the economic status of our community of the world at, at times can be challenging. So I'm not out to get rich from pressure washing. Um, I enjoy what I do. You could just have your driveway done this month. We can wait next month and do a side or do just the front of your house or just the gutters. Like it's not something you have to do a whole overhaul. Well, it's a financial burden to you. It is something that we can budget. We can discuss payment plans and all of that. So we're available here 
to help our community. It is not something that um, has to be overwhelming for you to have done at home. Yeah, I, I kind of grew up in a um, in an agrarian sort of family. Mm -hmm. um, they were they were cattle ranchers. And so it was fairly common to paint one side of your house a year. Right. 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 Every year, a different this, side of your house. And you can true. do the same thing with pressure washing. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, absolutely. So how can listeners learn more about your company, Kim? Um, I have a Facebook page. It's R3 Enterprise. Um, on Facebook, and my number is 205-433-9020. If I don't answer because I'm in school or something, leave a message, and I can return your call same day, and I can have an estimate available for you on your home if you just text me the address within 24 hours. That's awesome, Kim. Thank you so much for coming no, on. Thank you. Thank you. It was so great to see you. Likewise. Have a great day, and thank you so much for your time. You too, Kim. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Northport. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpnorthport.com. That's gnpnorthport.com. Or call 205-809-4910.